Tiger, take thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I love you, and um, yeah, take care, <laughs> take take care of my Alan for me. I'm doing my best. Yeah, he's, he's a handful. Yeah, I, I bet he's uh, he's chill though. No, he's chill. Yeah, yeah. that too. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, his handful isn't a physical handful. It's like a other dimensional. Handful. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understand. We worked closely together for uh, you know a good two years uh, back in the day, and um, yeah. I learned a, a lot about myself and. Um, and us, you know, collectively, I'm so grateful for that experience with uh, that I had with Alan. It's the, it mm. will be the highlight of, uh, uh, you know, if I die tomorrow, it will be the highlight of my existence. But if I uh, go forward, you know, I'm sure. May not be. Um, yeah. yeah. We may <laughs> That's a beautiful thing to hear. Surpass that. We'll meet again, Ron. Yes, take meet. care. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right, once again, we're talking with Atlas. He's a thought-provoking interviewer and producer of multidisciplinary shows in which he has interviewed some of the most creative scientists, entrepreneurs, and educators of our time. He has an overall mission to rebirth the public intellectual and inspire people to that's build the... Be, that, that, we just... <laughs> well, I know he's doing other things. He's also the co-author of What is I? It's a book that investigates I our intermost sense of self, and he's involved in a few other things, psychoplastogens, which is the new word for any uh, drug involving mind expansion, I guess. You know, it's no longer psychedelics, but uh, plastogens and... Um, and among other things, is there anything else that, you know, you know, the word polymath comes to mind, but, you know, you're so much more than that. A lot of people don't understand uh, what that what that word means, and... Um, He's just a very easy. He's uh, you can't even say smart because you know, in even in your awareness, you know that there's so much you don't know on top of what you do know. He's just a wonderful human being, uh, trying to get ready for uh, humanity 3.0, and he's going to talk to us about Dow, a project that he's involved in. Yeah. Home Dow. Home Dow, which is um. Like what's your what's your role, Alan, in uh, in Home Dow, and and tell us a little bit about it. It's 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 you know I'm going to say words like blockchain and uh, NFTs and um, sustainability, and um, people want to know more about that. There's many things that are cooking to share right now. Um, one of them is that. Ron and I spent several years uh, together uh, blossoming a really beautiful show called Simulation. And I learned a tremendous amount of the directing and producing skills that I have today from him. And I've taken those and continued moving forward, carrying the torch into whatever else is being created through this vessel as projects. Ron listed a bunch of them. In addition to simulation, there's HomeDAO, which Ron has asked a question about. There's the books that I've authored or co-authored, which have been super fun. There's the role that psychoplastogens have in ego dissolution and ego expansion. And the best protocols for human development in general. Now, HomeDAO is the 
mechanism that enables the planet's basic needs infrastructures. So water, food, energy, housing, both residential and communal. And it's owned by nobody and everybody. So that's the beauty of a DAO. So Ron asked about what some of these Web3 technologies are about. And that's really at the essence of them is that they're, they're oriented around the nature of consciousness, which is that consciousness is nobody and everybody. And that's another topic that has been very interesting to me as my pursuit of truth has ended in my own awakening, which means awakening out of the separate false self and into the true source self, which no longer sees separation and no longer sees any duality. So there's no more difference between a subject and an object. There's no more difference between self and other. There's no more difference between inner and outer. And there's no more difference between God and human. So all those things work perfectly together with the exploration of what Web3 technologies are and will enable us to do as we feel the desire for the planet to be in perfect harmony with humanity and with all these next generations that want to come to play and to actualize creative gifts and all that good stuff, which is something that Ron and I have been beautifully envisioning since the time that we were working together. And so this is just the downstream manifestation of that. But we're also in this particular timeline, which is extremely frightening, this transformation, this division among us, this intellectual division among us. And I also feel that, you know, this timeline in particular, although I'm hopeful, I'm not very optimistic because... You know, how is the change, how are we comfortably going to establish a more cooperative sense of humanity with this division among us? Or is that that question, you know, because where you are, I'm sure, you don't care. You, you, it is what it is. I listened to um, your talk with uh, Colette Davies earlier today, which touches a little bit on, you know, one aspect of, you know, what, what, what we're trying to uh, achieve in, in, in self and I as one. A lot of the answers were in that film, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once that I saw last night it but it's so complex it's so mind-boggling it's it's all as if you know this what we are experiencing right now is a dream state 
that just has a little more glue to it so it doesn't necessarily um, feel like a dream. However, it's a dream. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's here today, gone tomorrow, whatever today and tomorrow means. So what, what can you say in regards to, you know, those that understand and surrender to this process and those that are just going to go out fighting, literally fighting, you know, with violence. Or is doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. What do you have to say? Just because you have uh, grappled with your with with inner peace, and you have that, and I have that too. I'm very grateful for that. I do still get triggered a little bit. I told you I'm in a romantic relationship, and that does trigger. Uh, you know, because we're two separate people, we're two individuals, and we're trying to come together. And even within that, it's 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 you know, I have a little, I have a little more to go, but we're intellectual enough to discuss uh, things that are you know legitimate problems with uh, combining with each other. So, I mean, I have that to to work with, and but I'm still going to wonder why, how everybody else that isn't even where I am at going to achieve this state of awareness and collective consciousness and you know loving loving thy neighbor as you know thyself your thoughts well uh this is the best movie of all time and it doesn't uh, have a manifest in any specific way. And so if there are those that desire harmony and basic needs to be met, then those will be. And if there are those that do not want that, then those will be. And that's just what will be. And it will be what is. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> but we're also, we're, we're in 2023. 20, you know, we have we have twenty twenty three to look at. And I understand that this a more harmonious existent involves time travel. And time travel is already among us. As we're trying to create time travel, we're not necessarily you know we're gonna I told you before that this is already virtual reality all we're gonna get to is discover that uh, you know as we try to make time travel machines we're gonna we're gonna be informed that there already is a time travel machine and that's how we we grow happening all at once does it make sense to you am i you know does do you, when i when i tell you these things am i am i hitting the nail on the head is is my head in the right place of this understanding because a lot of people will say that i'm batshit crazy you know but i take the concept of past present future happening simultaneously very seriously i wake up every day with that understanding every day in this timeline is a rebirth for for me and to shed as much skin from the day before as possible and only focus on what's really important you know for me 
and everybody else. You know, and when I say what's important for me, I'm inclusive of those that are around me. And that includes this community that I live in. And it's it's hard. It's hard. You know, I'm not going to say I'm ad- advanced, but I've been working a lot on this. I, I you know, I'm, I, I selfishly work on it while including those around me including, you know, my loving relationships, deeper, deeper loving relationships, romantic relationships. I'm so glad we have, I'm, it's so good to see you, Alan. Me too. And I want to, I, you know, as much as I want to help others get to a better humanity, you know, I still. The bottom line is, it's it's all within me. That's all. That's all I can do for collective consciousness. Is not be the liar, the cheat, and the thief among us, and be true to myself and true to others. And what is truth? <laughs> you know, what is truth? It's whatever the fuck we want it to be. And I'm getting tired of the violence. I'm getting tired of the indoctrination. I'm getting tired of uh, suppression. I'm getting tired of inequality. I'm, you know, that game of risk. I'm getting tired of nations. I'm getting tired of flags. In my overall existence these are the things that I'm tired of is you know is there any other way yeah do you want to talk a little bit more what's an NFT did you hear what I said earlier oh I said let go Oh, let go. No, that uh, got blocked out. Yeah, I've let go of a lot of things. There's a lot of things I can't... Yeah, and others, you know, others need to let go. Like, I know someone very close with me. Wait, 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 but before you go to someone else very close to you, just stay with yourself. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. But I want to help this someone close to me, too, you know, because I'm close to him. Start with yourself and... With fully putting on the oxygen mask before you put oxygen masks on others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so letting go, what does that feel like? Um, I get back to get, yeah, I get, it's safer. Less anxiety. I had anxiety preparing for this show. Because I knew a lot of it, as much as I you know, it's going to be, it's going to help me, you know, whatever, wherever your head is at, you know, you're somebody I trust, you know, I can trust you, all the people that we spoke with from, you know, 2018 to, 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 you know, what was it, yeah, 18, eight, 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 18 months, yeah, all those different people working on different things that are now coming to the surface. You know, we had access to them, um, a lot of them, before their work, you know, propelled them even even uh, to, to higher levels where people are now interested in what they're saying. 
it was such a it put things into perspective for me made me be grateful that I was privy to uh, other people working on other things beyond the political arena if anything you know it made me lose faith in politics completely not that I had any faith in them before but so if you were to kind of gather as much of your energy as you could and declare one thing that you desire one thing that you seek what is the thing that you seek or that you desire just to be the best possible version of myself in this timeline the best possible version the most strongest the the the, the wisest and um the stillest peaceful not bothered mm. not no trouble not mm. fretting not sad not angry you know and i'm doing pretty good you know i get i get close to that version but like i mentioned earlier i don't i'm not ready to be a buddhist monk which is not a bad idea for everybody to just get into as we go forward to this collective consciousness of humanity and however that may look but that's how what do you, how do you become the the best version of yourself um meditation helps the first thing i do when i wake up is to be mindful of to be to be grateful here i am and uh to breathe to move to focus immediately when i wake up immediately first thing on my mind is is that understanding and stay with that as much as possible as my day unravels however long that may be if it's 16 hours whatever an hour is before that period of slumber and i die and i wake up the next day and do it all over again how is meditation helping you be your best self it it, it stills it stills my mind and and quiets quiets down versions of me that no are not serving me Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, you know, I have a, um, I have this bowl. I have this bowl, this, uh, no, those singing bowls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that frequency. I want another frequency. That helps that those, you know, music is, you know, helps the, the, the lyrical content of some of our more poetic. What if what you're looking for is your own emptiness and wholeness? I'm aware of my <laughs> emptiness. I'm aware of my emptiness and I try to. And wholeness? Well, because they're two sides of the same coin. They come together. Yeah. You know, I love me and I hate me. You know, I want to find that balance. What's going to work best 
in this timeline, how to be most effective for myself. Wait, what, for what is the, what is the I that is loving or hating the me? Like if you slow that down and go to the source of that. The I, the I that is loving me is the, div the divine, a more, or a more divine source. And the I that is hating me is um, possibly just a, just a program that I need to delete. Mm. An ego of sorts, you know, a me that I created to. What's causing you to, to create that program? What's at the root of that program running? Well, I was born into a a man, I, and, you know, through a woman, and there was man involved, and I have those genetics that I need, needed to, you know, you talk about the program. We're, we're programmed from birth to the belief. Well, well, even birth is an assumption. Well, birth, mm -hmm. I, as I mentioned, tomorrow I will be reborn. I understand that birth, but also there's the 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 from infancy birth where you're at the mercy of um, parental units that believe some some believe in just some you know it's not for me to say, but you know a lot of things that you know that my 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 parents believed in it, it just seemed like they didn't necessarily serve me. And it did, they were trying to work on a collective best interest, but that collective, like the best of us right now, Alan, the best example of us, you know, how good is it? Is the question. People that are leading and people that are following. Keep the, keep the focus as much as you can on your inner scape. And that, like you said earlier, that that's where the change happens. And then that's also how perception is changed. So it's less directed outward at all of those stories and narratives. And it's more directed at its own source. So how do you feel when you're not aligning with that ego program, but instead you're aligning with the divine source program. How do you feel? Well, I'm still comfortable in the ego source in this timeline. I'm still the star of my own movie. And, and what are you getting out of the ego program? Comfort. Comfort, familiarity, mm -hmm. um, but I'm also aware of the the process. The, the ego does want to evolve. The ego in me still wants to evolve, and it's going to deal with uh, um, uncomfortable realizations appropriately. I'm not going to. You know, I'm not gonna go. <laughs> you know, going out kicking and screaming. That's a lot of a lot of people are afraid of that, including myself. I imagine. You know, I don't want to be a mindless zombie. 
I don't want to be an alien gray. That's, but maybe I got no choice. I got no choice. So, it's, I, I like me for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially the one that that feels like is truly you. Well, who I truly am is are those rocks at the end of the film. Everything, everywhere, all at once. In in a sense, you know who I, who I truly am now is not who. I truly am. I know what who I truly am is the you know the source, the source. That's who truly yeah. needs to come out. That source. But you also, well, <clears throat> yeah, oh. yeah. Well, one of the uh, most important things about this style of quote, work or approach of the inner with the inner is that there's nothing to change and there's nothing to do. And so the inner gets to be whatever it wants to be forever. So if the inner wants to be nothing and therefore everything, infinite space, consciousness, if it wants to be that, it can be that. It's seriously just a change in identity. If it wants to be its false self, and if it wants to keep playing those games, it's totally free to do that. And the crazy thing is that neither one is better or worse than the other. And that's the nature of reality. Then I should <laughs> then I should just go start killing people. <laughs> you know, do I, do I. I know. I know, but I really don't. I think that's still going to cause problems. Although because it's there's something because there's something deep inside of you <clears throat> that plays with the game of killing people and then it makes that okay because it's actually important to make that okay. It's important to make okay the idea of death and destruction and annihilation. And then by making that idea okay instead of off limits, what we do is we very clearly see within ourselves that that's the false self that wants to play with those ideas and that the true self just wants to be. It just wants to play. It just wants to live in harmony. It wants to see all these different expressions of itself in its dance infinitely. And so that's what is happening. But if we put the little death and destruction button in a corner and put it in a cage and never look at it and never touch it, we're actually more likely to be monomaniacal and uh, egotistic. Um, so, so that's sort of how that game is played. You have to feel free to look at everything, including your own deepest shadows and the deepest shadows of the collective, and therefore be free, that's what you are. It's just pure freedom. So freedom to be whatever you want. There's people among us 
that are having a difficult time with others expressing that freedom within. A big concern amongst, you know, more adults than the generation dealing with it is the whole uh, transgender process. And what do you, what can you say, what can we say to those who aren't realizing it's just life expressing itself? You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a structure among us that wants, you know, it, uh, there's not too much room to move. And it doesn't like that. It's not normal. What can we say, to, what can we say to them that are having a hard time with that? Not understanding, or does it? As we, there's well, nothing there, to there's, be said. Well, there's only <clears throat> there's only boxlessness. There are no boxes, so everything is already infinite space, and it doesn't matter if the person that's listening to this message is able to right now fully understand this message, because eventually given the evolutionary trajectory, more and more of the collective will be able to hear the message and they'll be able to look and see at how silly the idea of, of resisting identitylessness. You can't resist a natural cosmic progression. So it's a natural progression for consciousness to be boxless. And it's just doing that. That's what it's doing. Consciousness <laughs> being boxless. That's what it's doing. And it's great. It's liberating. For that understanding, it's liberating. It's fun. It's radical. It's revolutionary. But for others, it's threatening. And what is it threatening but the false self? The false self loves its box, and it loves pretending like there are others that are also in boxes. And so the only thing that boxlessness or truth is threatening is the false self. Nothing real can be threatened. Nothing real can be destroyed. And that's where true comfort and true safety and true fearlessness lie. And, you know, in order for me to get a better grip on that, you know, I have to lose the whole life-death paradigm and not be afraid of that, frighten that, and know that whatever influence I have on this process is a fraction of a, you know, nothing what if right now what was looking out your eyes wasn't ron and atlas but what if it was death what if death itself was what was talking to itself right now and that it was exploring life what if the nature of source is death being life 
how would that change your fear of death of what you truly are? And how would that make you feel that at any time the idea of death would actually change nothing? Freedom. Well, you know me, Alan. You know, there's no fear. There's no fear, Alan. You know, I, I'm still cautious, but there's just no fear. And it opened, it is liberating. It is, it, you know, it is liberating. And that's good for me. You know, is it good for us? So, everything is perfect exactly as it is. And there is only one thing that's happening. And that one thing that's happening is infinite space. Infinite space without any identity being all identity. And there's no difference between being in the illusion of separation and chasing after matrix pleasures versus being a monk. There's no difference. And that's truth. That's reality. That's peace. And so whoever's able to hear this message, whenever they're able to hear it, will create exactly the catalyst that's needed for that entity to see that truth. But this here is no longer shape-shifting itself. This here is communicating this clearly from now on because it ended its own seeking. You have to end your own seeking by dying your false self into the source self. And then you can end seeking because you'll know yourself and you'll know there's no difference between a monk or being in matrix pleasures. And then you are free and you can communicate that freedom and live and be that freedom, fearless of death because you are death being life you've transcended the death life paradox and found that there was none the whole time it was just your own imagination creating a paradox between the two and this is freedom and it's your birthright and you were never born consciousness never births and never dies it's just a persistent illusion that there are separate people that born and die. It's called relative reality. And as long as you in, as long as you entertain relative reality as something that is more important than absolute reality, you will be in its 
illusions and games and delusions and puppetings and all kinds of stuff, which is also fun. It in is play. fun. If you can surround yourself with kindred spirits, but people that aren't into that mode of living are just, you know, it's a turnoff. But I don't care. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm doing okay. As I even get, as I get closer to uh, something, you know, more better, more comfortable, and more, um, yeah. Like I know when I'm not being nice, and I know sometimes I don't. I, I I'm not supposed to be nice, you know, especially professionally. You know, sometimes it's I got to be firm, but sometimes I. I'm lazy and I'm not nice and I'm aware of that that there's a better way to you know harmonize mm-hmm yeah because you're just being nice to yourself ultimately yes what goes around comes around a little bit so when you stop seeing separation which is being tuned into absolute reality which means you've obsoleted relative reality which is focused only on the illusion of separation then you are able to treat more and more effortlessly everyone like you and then the question of being nice or being mean or any of those things, it doesn't come up because everywhere you go, you're just being yourself and you're just meeting yourself and you're just exactly like water flowing. There is only water flowing. Infinite space is water flowing. And that's the only thing that's happening. And if you go and sit next to a waterfall, and just be in the presence of a waterfall and die into the flow of the waterfall, that is the end of the story. That's the only thing that's happening. It's endless stories. Source being endless stories. And so just relax and just be that flow, whatever it is. If your character if your dream character is destined to be uh, part of uh, the worst atrocities, there that's what it is. If your dream character is destined to be part of the greatest uh, ecstasies and blissfulnesses, then that's what it's destined to be. That's what I want. That's what I want, well, the, then, the last one. Well, then, well, then, if those that want that, they really um, need to take the inner work seriously because that's where the blissfulness is found. It's found by dissolving the false self in its games. That's the way that it's found. And it's not found any other way. The moment that attention is turned outward, that's the moment that all of illusion begins. Attention has to be turned inward and it has to be turned on a very deconstructive process. If you're, if you're, if you're deconstructing 
your false self on a daily basis, you are doing the work. Anything that's not that is not spirituality. It's just not. So it's all, everything else is just spiritual materialism. Your only work is to deconstruct your false self, which is an inner game that you're playing with yourself. That's the only work. Yeah. Uh, I'm a devil's advocate here. There's people among us that have come to conclusions and think they're right and they're going to die that way. And they don't think there's any work that needs to be done with them at all. It's the other person. It's these this, these other problems among us that are causing uh, the, the havoc, the mayhem. I'm good with what I've learned. You know, a lot of people come to the, these conclusions at such a young age and they have children and they teach their children these conclusions. And it's 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 a vicious cycle of learning and unlearning. And it's hard, Alan. The ego is, is hard for a lot of people. There's a lot of people that believe in themselves. <laughs> in themselves. And their friends that believe in the same shit. You know, that sense of community where th- th- that's within the box. There's communities among us that are in the box that are com- comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that- can we see that as beautiful? Because the moment that we see ego as simultaneously beautiful at the same time that it's a virus, that's when we have truth. Because ego is your greatest creation. The illusion of ego is your greatest creation. And yet at the same time, you being on a an annihilation path with your own ego and with all other egos, is one of the most beautiful ways that you can manifest yourself. So this is the, this is the game. That's why it's like Mobius strip. Reality is unorientable. You can't orient yourself in a way. And that's the point of directionlessness and lostness. And that's why when people talk about, I feel directionless or I feel lost or I feel depressed or whatnot. A lot of times they're just recognizing that the nature of consciousness is empty space and that there's nobody inside of them. And a society is so brainwashed into thinking that that's uh, a mental illness and that we need to give them pharmaceuticals and all kinds of crap. But in reality, in an awake collective, you would be taught that the nature of consciousness is empty space and that you can be whatever you want to be. So do we have to wait for people to just get tired of being this limited human of ego and destruction? You know, how many how many lifetimes do they have to go through before they say, ah, this sucks, this is boring? You know, when is, well, you know, when is General Patton going to be done well, being a general? Why, why would, um, why would I 
uh, come on to the stage and then focus exclusively on being a character on the stage and have blinders on and only be focused on being the character on the stage. And then spirituality, the spark is the complete tearing apart of everything that is the character in order to recognize that, holy fuck, I'm actually the stage itself. So the question is why, if the whole game is about going into the character, then isn't technically those that are very brainwashed into being the character only, aren't they technically doing their very part? And isn't it technically perfect the way it is? And those that are sparked to be the stage instead of the character to deconstruct that, it's just what it is. It's just source wanting to know itself, but source also wants to know itself through its false self characters. Yeah, that's why it's unorientable. You can't say one is better than the other. You can't say that waking up from the dream is better than dreaming. And that's why it's all fucked up and you can't understand it. And maybe we can't, we also can't say we've got a long way to go because that doesn't make any sense either. (laughs) You know, we've got a long way to, if this is who we are right now, we have a long way to go where you know the, 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 there's only it's only going is, one way right what what is what is time what is directionality all of those things right <sighs> fuck and then there's peace and if we can let that be like right now around like that feeling inside of ourselves where it's like wow okay i can i can like really give up like I can give up all of my like seeking energy and I can just be okay with that lostness, like not able to orient towards waking up or towards staying asleep and just being nothing and therefore being everything and just like just feeling it inside of yourself more than anything. And just seeing how that brings you peace. If it doesn't bring you peace and you want to uh, continue being in Maya's amusement park of delusion, go for it. If that brings you peace through experiences and substances, relationships, all kinds of delusions, then go for that. If that's what you think brings you happiness. I'm feeling pretty good about the convo though, Ronnie. Like that's a pretty good... uh, Oh, you were great, Alan. This is, you know, it does. You were great. I don't know. It, it was. It's all. I'm glad we had this talk because it's helpful. It's helpful for me too. You know, I, I to see your progress and to you know be happy with my own at my own pace. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, if you watch me like a clock, you you you'd see the change. And um, you know, it may not appear that way in in my 56 years but uh, are you 30 yet 
Yeah, it just turned, yeah. Happy birthday. Thank you. 30. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. I'm perpetually 12. And uh, that's the bottom line. That's 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 the way I feel that you know to child you know I'm you know if they say oh we, we must become like children you know I am so mm-hmm. yeah yeah but these the, these are machines and um, you know this is all my brain knows even if we sw- I, I've mentioned this before if we swapped souls you know we wouldn't know. We, because we'd be living off of each other's brain, and that's what our brain tells us. And you know, you'd get a, a little bit of sensation of, you know, how I roll, and I'd get a little more peaceful from your end. But um, we we wouldn't know, even if we were different entities with each waking day, we're still living off of this machine's brain. You know, trying to uh, bring the mind the body and the spirit together. Mm-hmm. All right. It's, it's three o'clock, Alan. Is there any, uh, do you want to, um, let's, 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 let's bring people to, um, uh, home Dow. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, <clears throat> if, if you feel like you're, um, burgeoning in any way in your human development, and you feel like you're um, connected not only to what exists outside of the egoic frameworks that society is embedded in, but you're also interested in the basic needs infrastructures of Earth being in perfect harmony and for people to be free of their need for basic needs so they can be creative and they can be playful and they can travel all around the earth and we can be in perfect harmony, then go to thehomedow.com and you can join the Discord there. That's the best way to get involved. And we have our um, a couple other things that are available there, the white paper. There's, there's other things that explain the mechanism there, which is great. And besides that, I would also suggest uh, following up on, you know, the show that Ron and I uh, developed, Simulation, and just keeping uh, focus on that channel and the way that that channel is going to uh, grow and pr- and produce more content around the things that we talked about on uh, today's show. And then uh, you can always check out uh, What Is I?, or the other books that I've written and they're available on the website. And another thing that I would suggest What is, website are your other um, oh, books? AlanSakian.com. And there's other books on there? There's other books? Yeah. I went to AlanSakian.com and all I saw I, uh, was um, What Is I? High-level high perception. Okay. Thank is you. there? That's the first book I wrote. Um, and then there's another book called Riffs on the Ineffable that is on Amazon. Um, so riffs on the inevitable riffs on the ineffable ineffable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that spelled? I N E F F A B L E. Uh huh. And what does that mm-hmm. word even mean? Ineffable. Unspeakable. Unspeakable. Riffs mm-hmm. on the ineffable. 
Mm-hmm. Are you yeah. uh, are you co-author of uh, all of those books? Okay. Or, just, what is ju- I? just one. What is I? But high level, per- high level perception and riffs on the ineffable are you know you, you're solely the author of the book, and they can find those uh, both on Amazon or just um, uh, on alansakian.com is the easiest way, and then they'll link you to wherever you want to go. Um, and then, so getting involved in that way, and then one more way I would suggest to get involved is that if you desire ego dissolution which means to just basically be your true source self that doesn't see separation. That's nature is nothing and everything consciousness. And some of the best ways to do that are to literally stop doing, stop doing. So meaning take a week without anything in your calendar and don't do anything and try to learn how to wake up. And just like go down and like sit on your couch or whatever and just don't do anything and just sit there in empty space for like minutes and just learn like, oh, my gosh, I have an obsessive compulsive disorder with my desire to do things endlessly. You're compulsively disordered. And so learn how to not. Okay. That non-doing. I want you to learn how to journal. So I want you to learn how to write. And what I want you to write about is I want you to write about the inner consciousness, your own inner experience. I want you to take what's happening inside of you. And I want you to write what's happening inside of you on digitally so that you can easily search it later. So you should use software like Evernote or OneNote or notes on the computer or whatever. And then what you want to do with that process is you want to watch your false self die based on what you're writing. So you're going to write, you're going to try to write the truth, what's happening inside of you. Okay. I'm going to write, my name is Atlas. And then you're going to look at it and you're going to be like, but isn't my name consciousness or source? Fuck. Have I been assumed that I have a name? And so in this way, you're going to deconstruct your false self by writing what's happening inside and then externalizing it and looking at it. So non-doing, writing, and then, yes, meditation is good. I would say psychoplastogens are also really good. So taking plant medicines of sorts. So anything that is... Um, in a facilitator network is usually pretty good. So people that have extensive training with running these circles is pretty good. And then you can go and sit and begin looking at things that are unhealed in your life, because those are the things that contract you. Anything that's unhealed in your life, meaning your mom trauma, your dad trauma, your lineage trauma, your childhood trauma, anything in your frames of life of your previous experience that you fear to look back at is typically where your little diamonds and gems are that are creating the contracted energy inside of your body that are not allowing you to feel infinite space. So I would say those are your homework assignments if you actually want to feel infinite space and wake up. And if you don't, I love you equally. Loving your enemies. Which are just yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlas, thank you so much for coming on our program and sharing your insight. Keep up the great work. We're all counting on you. I'm here to support you 100%. 
Um, best of luck with um, best of luck to you. Best of luck to Tiger. It was great to meet him as well. Mm-hmm. And again, if you want to learn more, go to alansakian.com. All the links are there. It's a wonderful journey of uh, a man's quest for truth. Exactly. And um, he's he's he. he, he <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's he's not like everybody says. He's not dumb. He's smart, and he just needs respect. <laughs> I love you, Ronnie. I love Thanks, you. Sir. I love I love you too. And um, you know, stay so, in touch, and I'll I'll continuously see you in the continuum. You know, yep. so grateful for uh, this experience in this timeline. Uh, same, and and, same. and and I love you, and take care. And I'm so grateful for the foundation that we established together. Right, so. it helped. It helped me, Alan. I, I, I'm, I'm so glad that I had that. That there was that was allotted in in my journey. That you know, I'm glad. I'm very glad about that. It helped me. It gave me better. Uh, it gave me some some hope. Speaking with all, with all these other people outside of the mainstream uh, narrative. People, mm-hmm. you know. And thanks everyone for tuning in. Thank you guys. <laughs>